This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello and welcome to the Death Metal <laughs> cast. We are the, <laughs> surprise, uh, we are the cast and crew of Death Metal and more. Uh, I'm Ben, the voice of Wiz from Death Battle. Death Battle. Uh, <laughs> that's Chad down there. Oh, uh, I play Boomstick. He may be in Death Battle. I'm, I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, and we are joined by two very special guests today, uh, who were instrumental, absolutely instrumental, uh, in making the fantastic season finale that just aired recently, Hulk versus Broly. Let me introduce. We got first our animation director for the episode, Melanie Stern. Yay! It's me. What? what? <laughs> Say hi. I, I moved to characters. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's as simple as that, really. Yep. <laughs> no. No. And uh, we're definitely going to get into the crazy, like, complexity and technicality of like how an episode like this comes about. But of course, we also have Billy once again on the cast. Hey, hey everybody. How's it going? Uh, who I believe your official title is guy who makes shit look cool, right? Yes. That's what's on the business card. I think I think that's what we established before. That's a yeah. pretty dope title. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but he was instrumental in the uh, Viz post of the episode, basically making, um, you know, the Dragon Ball stuff look Dragon Ball because <laughs> Dragon Ball is a lot of flashy effects. Uh, <laughs> we're very excited to have you both here. Um, it, it's it's going to be, I think, uh, kind of a unique episode of Death Battle Cast where uh, instead of diving into the random um weird facts of characters we're gonna dive into the random weird facts of how animation works in a way i suppose (laughs) uh and beyond um but i figured we could go ahead and jump into that because uh hulk versus broly i believe is well over three million views now it is um wow um, that's bonkers very apparently very well received which is awesome uh because everybody knows we have a little bit of a mixed history with dragon ball characters but uh it was very important to me that we present broly especially broly uh in in a way that like really captures who he is we've done hulk before you know we know how hulk works uh but broly is new to death hulk smash yeah hulk (laughs) smash frankly like hulk is one of the simpler characters to understand for a death battle I mean, once you get into like the nuance of like, ah, oh, he's got powers from hell and whatnot. Yeah, I was gonna no. say, I was like, there's a little more <laughs> than I originally <laughs> thought when we started this. I learned so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember um, uh, at some point during production, going up to Jen or maybe it was you, Mel, and being like, so yeah, uh, Hulk is you know how you expect him to be, um, but also he gets his power from Super Satan. So <laughs> prepare for it- that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I remember after that, our Slack channel for this fight, uh, you can put like a description about what it's about, and we put gaining the powers from Super Satan. <laughs> Free animation. Yep, yep. <laughs> so of course, you know, in order to make this animation as cool as we did, we we made sacrifices to Super Satan every day. Um, it's getting dark and weird. Plan. Of course, as you do. <laughs> no, uh, no. Instead, we uh, relied on these two and the amazing team. Uh, that has been working on it. So um, I guess kicking into it, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about um, how the process started. Um, like, obviously, uh, uh, after the script is done and, and we are, you know, casting voice actors and whatnot, 
it all comes to you, Mel, to sort of like start things off and um, and storyboards and whatnot made up. But uh, what mm -hmm. was the process for you um, as as the project started up? Um, if so you can remember, I, I know like this was a while ago. <laughs> it, it it's kind of crazy to think it's been almost a year, but uh, no, it was actually really cool because uh this is i've never been an animation director before so this is very new mm. um and one of the things that i got to do for the very first time was actually making the animatic uh with the storyboards so that was the very first thing that we did um so figuring out all the timing for the storyboards and that's also whenever i started trying to find temp music to because usually with animation we want to animate to music for like beats and a like consistent rhythm and so that's whenever I started obsessively listening to Blizzard um, <laughs> from the Broly movie. Uh, it was very much our pump up song. I think everyone, all the animators still really like it. Somehow we didn't hate it after listening to it a million times. <laughs> a year um, later, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then from there, uh, obviously you reviewed it. You were like, okay, cool. <laughs> or had notes. It's that's a review process. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Got, <laughs> also, got yes, it. chat is wondering, is that a cat or a dog? Because they just saw. Oh, it's a cat. Oh, yeah. yeah, she's gone. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, come back. I have too many animals. Looks very um... similar to my cat. And also has a gigantic tail. <laughs> it's great and horrible. She knocks everything over. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, from that, basically, we get the characters um, from modeling uh we also another thing i got to do was actually going into unreal and making a set for them to destroy which was really cool um for the space parts we were just in a giant cube and then billy made it very cool after animation because <laughs> to <laughs> us it was a checkered board box that's all it was um but yeah from there it's um uh animators are assigned different uh chunks of the fights uh they start blocking it out. We have reviews twice a week um, with Ben and me. And yeah, and one of those reviews, the very first one, or one of the first ones, we actually sat down and watched the new Broly movie, which was awesome. <laughs> yeah, we uh, I think we talked about this on the last cast. Um, we made a point to, I mean, with every death battle, we, we make it a point to try to, you know, capture, you know, the essence of the characters. It's not just... Uh, something that I think is very important for the show is we're not mm -hmm. just trying to find out who wins. Like we're also celebrating the characters. Frankly, to me, that's the most important part of Death Battle is making sure that the characters are celebrated properly and they represented properly. And it feels like, oh yeah, it is Hulk and it is Broly who are fighting it out. So mm -hmm. uh, we, we always make sure that the animators are familiar or the whole team is familiar with the characters uh, in, in, in as, as many ways as possible. Uh, and in, the, in this case in particular, Broly just so happens to have a single movie that encompasses everything he is because he's only got one movie. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> it kind of works out. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, we just sat down and watched it one day. And it was great reference and we were able to use like a lot of the moves. So like they actually looked like they could actually come from the movie. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> we wanted it to be accurate. Um, so that was, it was very helpful. And I hope I don't get like murdered for this, but I've never, I've only seen one episode of Dragon Ball in my life. Oh, wow, really? Um, yeah. So, Which episode, uh, the very first one. <laughs> and, and, and Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z? Dragon Ball. <laughs> gotcha. 
That's yeah. The good one. <laughs> no. um, so yeah, so I had to do a ton of research for this. Uh, so basically, another thing that animators do before like we could actually start animating is just going to YouTube and watching everything, like all the fights and like all the things that make the character the way like that they are and everything. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a I lot, but it was fun. I think it's in commentary. I said it's not a it's not a Hulk fight until he's grabbing somebody and slamming them back and forth over his head. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Avengers ruined everything because now every Hulk fight has to have that, or else people was, are like, "Where's the puny god moment? Come I, on, man!" I was impressed yeah. you guys you guys brought that out as early as you did, which actually helped set the fight for. Hey, this is just the baseline, and now we're going forward from this. He doesn't just yeah. do. <laughs> we got it out of the way as quickly as we right. could. <laughs> That's just the whole fight. It's just him just constantly doing this. <laughs> For an hour. I mean, it kind yeah. of is in a way. You know, just, yeah. <laughs> he does it in the ground, then he does it in the crater, then he does it in space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, oh, man. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. So you were talking about uh, um, oh using moves from the movie and whatnot. Uh <laughs> It's really funny. I, I saw a lot of uh, reaction videos and whatnot where, where we got to certain uh, moves in the fight and people were like, what the heck is that? And in particular, the chest bump attack. What is, what is that called? I remember we would laugh about that. It's called like, isn't it God something or I can't remember. Uh, I don't remember. It what, has a all, name. All of these Dragon Ball attacks have like crazy ass names most <laughs> of the time doesn't really matter. It's more so you, you know what I appreciated a lot, Ben, was you went through and found the names for them when we were we were working mm -hmm. on it so that we had something to pull from. But yes, uh, yeah, you, you actually looked up that name at one point. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, fortunately, I believe the Dragon Ball Wiki has it all just listed out. <laughs> so it kind of makes it easy to find. Um, but yeah, it, it's mostly for like video games and whatnot, because they have to identify mm -hmm. it for the moves and whatnot. But yeah, it, it's some like God Blast or something. Yeah, uh, but it's just a literal chest bump that creates an explosion from his pecs, <laughs> <laughs> and it's something that Broly does in both the new movie and the old stuff and the old like uh, uh, timeline or whatnot. Uh, but whenever you know it got to that point in the fight, I saw people react like, "What the hell was that? Where did they come up with that?" <laughs> no, man, that's, that's canon. a canon move. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what Broly does. He's got the power of super nipples. There you go. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. his new slogan. Super nipples. <laughs> I mean, he goes Super Saiyan, legendary Super Saiyan, legendary Super nipples. Like, that's just the yeah, next for, step. Of course. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, haven't you watched Dragon Ball? <laughs> Who's the character? Was it Rocket's Modern Life? Is it really, really big man that had the like nipples? Nipples of the future. In the future? Yes. Oh yeah. It's a whole fight for some reason. <laughs> this whole conversation. There's some oh really, really horrifying imagery in that cartoon. <laughs> a little bit. Oh. I was gonna say one thing to to mention. I I almost wish I could share like a clip or something. But one thing, whenever we do animation, uh, obviously we don't we can't really do special effects. That's just not our thing. Uh, so we have these things called ad hocs, which are just a bunch of shapes. And so this fight, there were so many like random colored squares oh, yeah. and like spheres, like just purple spheres everywhere. <laughs> uh and that was just something that we did so um this post knows like exactly what's happening because otherwise <laughs> it's just like what okay cool and by yeah, the, it's uh, like replace you're, you're, big you're pink circle like, with explosion yeah you're referring to like yes. key explosions the energy mm -hmm. blast and things like that explosions um dust whenever like broly gets knocked back um i think 
the animator did these ad hoc bursts for whenever they start breaking reality with mm -hmm. their headbutts. Yep, it's, um, it's great because it's like a giant cube that turns into a thousand cubes, which just kind of fly in every yep, direction. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not actually used in the final. It's just for timing purposes for VizPost. But like our slogan for animation was just like ad hocs for days. I wish we had a screenshot so we could show it off. Yeah. Hmm. I, I could probably pull up an image or something like that and send it to Brian. Um, but um uh, like you're a lead animator for ruby right and mm -hmm. is that much different from how it is for for like ruby animation uh yeah actually we do use we still use those types of things for ruby not as excessively <laughs> ruby's not super known for exploding planets with a punch but yeah you like know. i'm pretty sure one of our animators was like oh yeah i put like uh 50 cubes in my shot and i was like how many what <laughs> Because uh, it was actually for the puny god moment. She was adding these cubes coming from the ground whenever Broly would hit the ground. <laughs> just yeah, for like the dust effects and whatnot. And mm. everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we don't do that as excessively on Ruby. But it's just, it's definitely a common practice. Just so like everyone down the line knows exactly uh, this explosion's happening here. Or a character is shooting a bullet or a blast here. So instead of nothing. And then ah, this post is like, okay. You figure it out. That's great. Yeah. It's helpful. Quick, quick interruption. We... Thanks uh, to the chat. Miss Tech Master has, <laughs> has, has helped us out by finding the name of the ultimate chest bump. It is called Wrathful Charge. Wrathful Charge. I don't know why I thought it was God something. I mean, like... half the moves are called God something. Yeah. God okay. Mind, God Blast. Yep. Now, is it generated from the chest <laughs> or from the nipples out? That's the real question. Apparently, it is a point blank <laughs> eraser cannon from his chest, which I kind of remember thinking that, but the eraser cannon is usually from his mouth. Mm -hmm. I think, if I'm getting the. I don't know. There's a bunch of attacks, and we made this episode like a year <laughs> ago. I don't remember <laughs> all those like specific weird video game attack names because <laughs> it didn't really matter outside of like making sure we were doing the right attacks mm -hmm. and the animation mm -hmm. and whatnot. Um, uh, what, what actually mattered to like the writing and whatnot was making sure that the characters were, you know, uh, performed correctly and, you know, we got the right winner and why um but uh anyway uh yeah that's that's awesome what, what was was the process what was the process like in comparison to like ruby just in general um i feel like with this uh there was uh more i don't feel like collaboration is the right word but like ruby it's pretty set with the story like you can't really change a whole lot of what's happening uh, but I feel like with Death Battle, it's a lot easier for animators to be like, oh, I thought of this cool thing. Uh, I want to try it out. And like, I feel like it's easier to be like, go for it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, which is really cool. And I know that the animators had a lot of fun with it. Um, but it was just a, it was a lot more free flowing, I guess, if that makes sense. I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it. <laughs> In terms of like, there's less, maybe less structure is the wrong way to put it, but um, yeah, less well, of a. I mean, our highlighting our animators and their style and what they can do is like always been like an important mm -hmm. part of Death Battle since we started using yes. animators that weren't Ben. <laughs> uh, yes, and so yeah, because we have this medium that we're we're already in this like hypothetical world, you know, of like these two characters meeting, which would never happen in real canon. So it's like. 
show off some stuff let's have some fun like we have these things that we know we need to show because they pertain mm -hmm. to like the research but then also like yeah you got a cool idea and you just want to like do your thing go for it <laughs> yeah and i i open up almost every animation kickoff with basically that exact phrase um like uh, this is what we need to do but if you guys can think of anything cool that you want to see on screen do it um, yeah because I, I i think uh in like comparing to ruby um and and not necessarily like implying that ruby is some sort of like ironclad strict sort of like uh, production cycle uh, but it is a show that continues across you know multiple episodes of the year and it's mm -hmm. a massive production for you can think of it as one one single production as opposed to death battle which is multiple little productions throughout the year um mm -hmm. the animation for broly versus hulk has nothing to do with the animation that happens in the episode before or right. prior to that or whatnot so it's completely different animation it's teams like, completely it, different animators in ruby styles. you can't throw somebody into a mountain because then that mountain wouldn't exist anymore <laughs> in <laughs> the world of ruby right now we've got continuity yeah. and oh. yeah exactly and just like if like for example like uh in a previous season like ruby i uh, not ruby uh blake's weapon broke so now in the next season her her weapon is still broke uh right. and it affects yeah. things like everything's connected and affects things so you have to be a little more uh I guess you have to think more about exactly what you can do and how it does, like how it affects the overall picture. Yeah, that means there's a lot more pieces coming together for the animation mm -hmm. specifically, whereas Death Battle doesn't have to do that. Uh, so that's why I very specifically treat every death battle individually, like as its own thing, like in all aspects, even in the writing and whatnot. So some people will say like, well, wait a minute, um, this episode's calculation is different from the same calculation in a previous episode. And I'm, I know like that might seem a little weird to a lot of people, but like I'm of the opinion that it's up to the writer of that episode. Uh, it's up to the researchers of that episode. This is their time to figure out how a character should be presented. Let, I'm gonna let them do that. I'm not gonna like force them to conform to some other episode because it doesn't matter in the context of our individual episode. Hulk versus Broly is just Hulk versus Broly, not a sequel to a previous episode. Mm -hmm. And so that also applies to animation. So like, as far as I'm concerned, you guys have no reason to like stick to some previously established style or mm -hmm. or follow some something that was set up in a previous episode uh, mm -hmm. because you might as well just start from scratch and be able to do what you want. Uh, and mm -hmm. I think that makes a better show overall for for this kind of thing. Yeah, Does that make sense. Great. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, like you, you rip off Hulk's head, it just reattaches, it's fine. Exactly. <laughs> like... <laughs> hey, we're talking for him today. These people got a whole bunch of great products for you. They can help you keep your hair. They can get you some good, good vitamins, a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, what we are going to talk about today, though, is the subject of ED, which is something that affects a surprising amount of men. Tons and tons. And uh, it's something that has a rather negative stigma about it, which is silly because we have something called science, which can fix this problem. You don't have to worry about snake oil or, you know, going to see some stranger in a back alley. No, you can go to forhims.com slash ED, and you can get set up with a free visit with a online doctor who is obviously an accredited doctor and can prescribe you FDA approved medication to treat ED rather than just like, I don't know, like whispering into the wind and hoping something changes. You do something about the problem and fix it with medicine. And 
That's the smartest thing you can do. I don't know why you don't do it. It is super simple solution to what some might refer to as an embarrassing problem, and you can just fix it. So you can go to four hymns, that's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash cast ed and get your first visit for free. Let's go to four hymns.com slash cast ed for a free visit. Go check it out. It's a smart thing to do. <laughs> I, I that that is kind of funny too, because that one out of all the things, that one does kind of relate to a previous episode because it's, the last really time does. we had Hulk. Uh, he died from getting his head ripped off. Oh, yeah, I yeah. saw that. <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, well, there's a lot more going on than just getting his head ripped off. But um, that was the final blow, basically. Um, but thanks to Immortal Hulk, the comic book series that introduced Super Satan, uh, things are a little different <laughs> now, and we wanted to kind of highlight that. Um, but uh, what about you, Billy? What, um, what did you bring to the table for this, and, and how crazy was it for you? <laughs> I brought the explosions. I mean, it was a <laughs> team of really great people, obviously. But yeah, no, uh, it, it's very, it's very interesting. Like you said, it, it's it's great because we kind of get a, a reference point going in, and then you're like, go for it. And if you can kick this up a notch, if you've got an idea for it, we can go for it. So, like when planets were exploding and shit, it would be kind of like, all right, I want this to be a big boom, but uh, see what you want to do. So, like when when the Hulk throws Brawley through the planet, it explodes into a like a kind of a gamma uh, nucleus uh, th thing at the end of it, which I kind of was vaguely implied, but I made sure to make that as obvious as possible uh, when when it goes kablooey. Um, so it's like it's like you get to enhance and kind of um, explore things you wouldn't get to, like 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 Mel was saying with uh, Ruby, where it's kind of like they have an idea of what they want specifically, and you, you kind of need to stick to that for stylistic purposes. I'm rambling here. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what That's we do here at Death yep. Cast. <laughs> uh, and, and you and Christina and the rest of the Vizpost team um, mm. heavily used Unreal for all this, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Unreal was the uh, was the engine that was used as well. A little bit After Effects, but I think the goal was to kind of stick it as much in engine as possible, um, and then to especially with with Brawly get it as close to Dragon Ball style effects as possible because um, they're super fun to do. It's fun, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, like with Brawley, uh, we knew he was going to have his aura on for most of the episode. So it was kind of a, a case of let's invent something that will look pretty good in 3D from multiple angles, but also kind of replicates that obvious conical spiky shape going on. Um, so I think that was like a, a 30 part effect that had multiple stages you could turn on and off as he gets up to crazy uh, ultimate Brawley form. I don't know what the hell that gets called anymore, but yes. <laughs> well... <laughs> It has cool. multiple names. Yes, it Legendary does. I guess. Super Saiyan or full power Broly, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be lame with it. Yeah, but that's to the technical term. I, uh, full power Broly. <laughs> I gave a shout out to Super in Saiyan. the uh, I think in the commentary, but William Ball from the 2D department did the kind of like the the base outer effect and that thing when that when he gave it that to us, I think that really snapped it all together. That was a great great addition. Yeah, so. a little bit it's of collab really cool. between yep. VizPost and 2D, uh, <laughs> or I guess 2D VizPost, 3D VizPost there. Um, which yeah. I, I really love doing that, applying like 2D effects to a 3D fight. I mm -hmm. think it always looks really neat, especially when we're doing one of these like yep. um, more cartoony or anime characters um, because that's what they come from. Right. Right. So incorporating some 2D elements is just so cool to me. I would uh, love to explore even more of that as, you know, as we get the opportunities because like you look at something like fighters where obviously they've got a static camera so they don't have to deal with as much spin around as us, but like the 2D effects in that look just amazing. So I love it. I love yeah. it. 
it really uh, brings it together yep. <laughs> for sure yes um let's see i believe speaking of william ball real quick I, I i've been meaning to ask i don't know if you guys have seen the latest rtaas that have just gone up but it's uh the story that i told on rtp about when i had to go to the hospital because my son hit me in the balls hard enough anyway they <laughs> put, i laughed so hard because they had william animate it so like when it's done it says animated by william ball and it's a story about my <laughs> testicles so and everyone got a big wow. kick out of that so i was wondering if they did that intentionally <laughs> fun sidetrack enjoy <laughs> Or it was just one of those magical things that comes together. Yeah. Will's a great guy. Will's a great awesome. Guy, and now you, yeah. you just boiled him down to a testicle joke. I did it was, that's, I was wondering. I was also promoting other content, Ben, all right? <laughs> I'm sorry, Will. Will's great. I just thought it was funny. Oh, my God. Well, quick shout out to, uh, I believe, Austin, Quentin, Christina, and Will. We're all involved in VizPost. I, am I missing anybody with that? Um, and then yeah. Megan, Andrea, Vito, and another Will for uh, the animation. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that's everybody. It's Megan, Vito, Will, and Andrea, I believe. And you. And me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess. I mean, you did a little bit, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you guys were all kicking into that right as the things were kind of, we were transitioning work to home, right? Like, a lot of this was done. We from... actually... We finished animating uh -oh. it before it happened, like right before nice. it happened. That's good timing. Yeah, no, it yeah. was, that was like our last actual animation thing that we did. <laughs> um, because for the most part, all the Ruby animation was done at home. Yes. So. <laughs> we, we needed to get Hulk Broly done or the animation done before Ruby production started. <laughs> so animation kickoff was what? February? No oh wasn't it in 2019 i think it was 2020 i think it might have been very early 2020 yeah we were um, working on it in 2019 we definitely had the researchers and writers working on it in 2019 mm. um yeah which so <laughs> there were a few times over the year over the past year uh where we would mention like the season finale and we'd be like oh it's gonna be so cool that's because we'd already finished it <laughs> 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 like i mean not all of it well the animation um, side yes yeah there yes. were pieces that were still being worked on throughout the year so uh like billy your your side of it things was still working on it into uh work from home and yeah um, i think like, march april is when we were really heavy hardcore into it and then actually there was a chunk of the space stuff that was just so complicated when they break every reality back to back to back to back uh that ended up being kind of close to the close to the release by yeah we we extended the um post viz or viz post uh production a little bit in order to make sure that again really captures that, that <laughs> dragon ball style uh so you were able to come in a much later on yep. it's crazy to think about how we like made like 90 percent of the fight in like the first three months of the year <laughs> or four months of the year and then later on like six months later we we're like all right let's come back to this and finish it <laughs> it ended up being um, accidentally very helpful because it was kind of bookending uh red versus blue zero for me so i learned a bunch of like little tricks I could use in the fight for this last stages oh, cool. when everything's just exploding. So it was really, it was really good timing, actually. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, and 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 you know we've talked about how the red versus blue episode was was sort of uh, almost a pilot in a way for how to use Unreal in the show. Like that also affected Hulk Broly mm -hmm. um, and and other things in general um, for strategic because Death Battle is such a good 
way to Testing test ground. out stuff like mm-hmm. that <laughs> yeah. sort of experiment like we've been experimenting with unreal with death battle for a while now we were the first show at rooster teeth to start using it because that was like the whole point is like we're gonna learn it and then um help teach it throughout the rest of the company mm-hmm. um so which is why christina was a major oh, for sure force yep. for hulk broly uh early on and also rvb because uh, she that, that was kind of her thing um is learning the unreal stuff um so it's really interesting i i don't know just uh, especially <laughs> coming from the old days of death battle where it was just like me and chad and torian and that's it. Uh, <laughs> and a 2D animator every so often. Um, like it's really not a whole lot of time to figure out like new stuff. Yeah. To like become this like this web full production. Like we can yeah. use all the resources. Full production, and... Just this web throughout all of Rooster Teeth <laughs> and how all the different productions all like kind of, I mean, connect in certain ways. Yeah. Um, like Death Battle and Ruby don't really have anything to do with each other, but like mm-hmm. you look at the pipeline and how we you know, put everything together. It's like, oh, it's overlapping all the time. You know, red versus blue overlaps mm-hmm. with everything as well. It's just, that's just how production works at Rooster Teeth. And it's really neat because uh, yeah. everybody's working together, even if they're not technically on the same show as each and, other. And so like you hear about all these different avenues and like different things that have to be done to like make the fight as cool as it is. And then, then you look back and be like, Torian used to have to do all of that <laughs> like, by himself. <laughs> well, it, and just figure it out. It was like, oh, we need some crazy explosion. So he was like all aspects of animation for us. Uh, and it's still crazy to think about, especially yeah. like seeing where we are now. He carried a lot of that into Zero as well, because he, he knows the entire pipeline, which is quite impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't trust me animating De- Jack Diddley, so. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, well, there's a reason why he is in charge of all animation, uh, animated show. Uh, kind of worked out that way. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. All right. Uh well, I I don't even think I've asked you guys. What did you think of the episode overall? <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I loved it. Yeah. Especially I mean, once I might I... be biased. No, no, <laughs> once we got every like the sound in especially, like I was like, "Wow, mm-hmm. this is so awesome." Like you see it in pieces for so long, especially out of order and and you're just concerned that about how it's going to flow together but once you finally see it with the final mix and everything it's oh yeah and it was it was cool too whenever we did the commentary that's the first time i think i had seen the actual like space and uh reality like part Hmm. of it (laughs) um and it was really 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 cool to see it was so pretty to watch billy you did such an amazing job and everyone else on biz post like it I mean, it's cool seeing it in animation and then just seeing how different it, it is whenever you guys mm. make it actually look pretty. <laughs> I still, my favorite note for the space sequence early on, Ben, was you said, make it more anime. And, uh, and you, you were right. <laughs> Perfect direction. Yeah. I was going to say, those, re- anime. Turn up those the reviews anime. were always so great because it was just like, make it bigger, make it greener. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay, <laughs> cool. Yeah, there's so much green. So much yeah. green in that fight. <laughs> yeah, it is interesting because like Hulk versus Broly is not necessarily a fight that requires a lot of nuance to how it's presented, right? It's just two big dudes punching each other very, very hard. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when it came time to like reviews and, and, and going over how, how things looked, like I really didn't have much to say in regards to like 
I mean, clearly these animators know what they're doing. And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't really feel like I need to, you know, change a whole lot from what they've already made. And the boards look great, so they're already following something that look, looks great. So really, the only thing that I need to make sure happens is it looks as big and crazy as <laughs> like Dragon Ball does nowadays. Yep. Um, and and how Hulk, and make sure that Hulk's strength is like you know presented uh, in a way that makes him feel unbelievably strong. And that was like my main thing in the reviews, honestly. Like everything else just sort of flowed well enough on its own. Like I almost didn't even need to be there to make sure that everything else uh, looked good because Mel was already directing uh, the animation so well. So. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it was really it was it was one of the easiest you know productions i suppose or at least director jobs <laughs> i've had uh i, I suppose because i could just kind of let everybody do their thing and just be like i'll oh, just make it bigger that's yeah. all <laughs> <laughs> that's what a lot of the notes were and it was it was good <laughs> it was uh, a lot of fun. fun yeah i'm sure that's very um, different from a typical ruby <laughs> So oh, yeah, Ruby hasn't technically been to space yet. So <laughs> yes, that was fun to yet. figure out. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I don't know anything. Um and oh, like I, know I said, I know how to end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> um and like just like uh little things that are there is like when they're in space, uh Hulk has no control really. He just kind of floats around. The only way he moves is if Broly hits him or if a planet <laughs> explodes like little things like that I think make it really like cool and special what made like, I love there's a shot where Broly's just like teleporting or whatever and like hitting him and just knocking him around <laughs> and he, he can't do anything he's just flipping around <laughs> yeah <laughs> Hulk is just sort of left to his own devices of like all right yep. gravity's gone i'm just gonna let myself be carried but you know it's Hulk. Yeah. like he's freaking invincible so he's like i yep. don't care i'll just i'll just take it and then punch him whenever yep. he comes within range yeah yep. <laughs> i tried to oh, make it come across idea. with the background you know as, as point of reference but like when you guys were animating it you actually had them floating through this giant mm. empty void so you get these two little dots just like flying millions yeah. of miles <laughs> Across. And then we try to put in a sphere in there and be like, it's a planet. <laughs> <laughs> that, right? that, I can't, I can't, that, that was extremely helpful because I knew where I was. <laughs> okay, that's good. Because like, it's always interesting because we, with planets, you don't know if you should make, you should fake it and just make a really small sphere and it looks like it's in the distance or you make a really big one and then you just push it way back in 3D space. Mm. So like oh, those kind of things are weird no nope. i don't I actually don't remember what we did <laughs> in so long but yeah yeah because at the end of the day it doesn't matter if the planet that you made is big or small it's just how it looks on camera mm -hmm. uh, that matters unless they're making it explode in which case it matters a little bit but yeah <laughs> sure but like in reality during the whole fight oh. Hulk and broly were actually just one inch tall right ah <laughs> uh, yeah and that's actually a good point to bring up too is uh i know at least in my shots they probably look so broken outside of camera because mm. <laughs> uh, a lot of this stuff is animated to camera. Like uh, one of the shots I did was whenever Broly uh, bursts up from behind the rocks and then he flies forward and punches Hulk and then you kind of like follow him fly. That's one of my favorite shots of the whole thing. Yeah, because it looks so perfectly Dragon Ball. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is one of those shots where I think in actual like if you just look at it it's probably 
they're probably actually moving really slow because <laughs> the set is only so big, but you have to fake it. And actually, I'm pretty sure Hulk wasn't moving very fast at all. And it's just kind of crazy how many cheats you can do in animation to make mm -hmm. it look cool. <laughs> yeah, because in that shot, then it's not just them moving. It's the environment as well to make that speed effect. Mm -hmm. so and move. yeah, and like uh, and uh, vocal uh, uh, in the camera. You can change stuff yes. to make it look further and closer. I think I mostly did that because I think I don't think we could actually move the set, or probably Billy would be like, "No, <laughs> why? <laughs> Please, no." <laughs> um, and also, we have—I don't know if I actually used it—but uh, we have a a three D card that uh, fake speed lines. Um, fake so speed lines. What? Fake speed lines. <laughs> Like there are real speed lines. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I I don't know. <laughs> I put it into speed lines and it looks fast. It's so cool. <laughs> well, you know, we'll 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 let everybody know when we have, whenever we figure out how to make real speed lines. I, I, love that, I don't know. I, I put in the speed lines and it looks fast. <laughs> I think. Fair enough. <laughs> I think I consider the Viz post lines real in the animation ones fake. <laughs> okay, so we have figured out how to make real speed lines. That's good. There you go. All right, I'm glad. <laughs> yes. Uh, I love uh, it. Um, also, another animation thing that happened too. Whenever we were animating Hulk, for some reason he had white hair the whole time. <laughs> yeah, he you did, he did well, in, well into yeah. the end. Uh, Autumn kept calling him the Gray Fox Hulk, and she was very sad when <laughs> he went it so regular. Seeing it now is weird. <laughs> yeah, uh, colors of models uh, can be changed Sometimes early on weird. so that they don't like blend into backgrounds and things like that while you're animating, right? Um, and so the whole time Hulk was being animated, his hair was stark white, mm -hmm. <laughs> just completely white, which was hilarious to see. Hulk doesn't use just for men. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty great. Uh, the, the, we did the same thing with, um, with uh, I believe it was Tex in the Red versus Blue episode because she wears all black. Um, you know, you're animating from black sometimes, so she was colored yellow. And so we had a few times where an animator would be animating Tex and, and ask, like, wait a minute. When could sister move like this? This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, oh, no, 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 that's Tex. It's not sister. She's just colored yellow for, for your for the ease of animation for now. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's an interesting thing that comes up every so often. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think we were still figuring out the cell shader uh, pretty late into before we got into this post as well. That was probably part of it as well. Christina's been pushing on, on that very hard to kind of look yes. that uh, cell shader look because it, it's, it's pretty neat, especially with comic book characters and stuff, so. Yeah, she did uh, something similar with uh, Wonder Woman mm -hmm. uh, She-Ra as mm. well, which looks phenomenal. I yep. love the way that fight looks. Yep. Uh, and so I definitely wanted to take... So uh, something you guys might have noticed um, watching this, and especially if you go back and watch uh, Hulk, and by you guys I'm referring to viewers, not, uh, if, especially if you go back and watch Hulk versus Doomsday, uh, recently a lot of the 3D fights have been different in that the characters, the, the character models have been stylized in a similar way. So previously we would just have to take models from like video games or whatnot. Um, and so like we would put 
um, uh, Hulk and Doomsday next to each other, and they would look like they're from wildly different sources because they were. Uh, but nowadays, we're making all that stuff from scratch. Like that Hulk model is not from a game. That Broly model is not from a game. We made it. Uh, our, our modeler Sam Lee put those together and look fantastic. But because mm-hmm. we're able to do that, we're able to ensure that they we have a specific style for each individual fight, uh, which is why this one kind of went in a, a cell shaded direction. Because uh, uh, I felt like, especially after last time we had Hulk, and it, it would feel more appropriate to kind of lean towards the Dragon Ball look um, for this one, especially since like you can't really not do a Dragon Ball look when you have a Dragon Ball character. Like, what <laughs> the hell would Broly look like? No. Nope. In That'd comic book mode, mm-hmm. <laughs> it would look really strange. Um, so it just naturally sort of went that route because a character like a Hulk can have a lot of different styles and, it, and has had a lot of different styles over the years. Um, so that's been something that's been really cool to see sort of evolve over the past year or so um, as, as, as Death Metal got integrated with uh, Rooster Teeth Animation more. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say it's it's nice to being able to make them like in house and stuff because uh like Broly I think there were three different models for him for like each of his different, different forms. forms. So that helps out a lot. Mm-hmm. He yeah. has to be a big beefy boy just, just like Hulk by the end there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just knowing every piece in regards to the model, especially <laughs> when there are multiple versions of the model. Oh, it wasn't even just like the different forms, it was like there was a battle damage version as well. Yeah. Um mm-hmm clothes torn and thing like things like that so there's a bunch of different models being thrown around uh in yeah. the fight um that that uh also helped with like stuff like uh uh machamp versus goro which i saw a lot of people commenting like where did that where did that machamp model come from that must be the pokemon model no <laughs> we made that so that we could rip his arms off like so good the things that we say in the show <laughs> i mean we had to right like yeah oh speaking of which that's uh, did you uh <laughs> uh we we're so desensitized to this and like the the amount of things that we can say and be like so serious about it with like the debate and things like that i don't know did you ever experience any of that because it's one of my funny favorite things it's sort of like i remember like ben and i'll be having a conversation and you know he'll be like well, no, this person's going to win because they can, you know, like shoot that laser that comes from the ground or whatever. It's like, well, yeah, but that's not going to work on them because remember they have, uh, they like ate the soul of a cat once, which allows them to be immune to physical, you know, like, like, it's just like ridiculous shit. (laughs) Like that then we say very seriously. So I don't know if you (laughs) experienced any of that. I, I haven't had the conversations, but I love reading stuff online. I, (laughs) I learn a lot. (laughs) So, and yeah, no, it's, it's it's bonkers, but it's a lot of fun. <laughs> well, we did have the Super Satan conversation, which bounces <laughs> oh, into that. Yeah, because that's true. That's that's a little ridiculous. I mean, if you actually read Immortal Hulk, it's done very well. Um, I really like that run. Um, but uh, if you just like, you just say it out loud, right? <laughs> Hulk is powered by the devil. It's like okay. <laughs> super satan it sounds way cooler <laughs> for sure and that's, super devil. and that's what boomstick's for is boomstick's <laughs> allowed to say things wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's allowed to I, oversimplify I, we did not incorporate the the word super satan into the episode at all hmm. i realized we not? That a little too late no we never called him super satan even though that that's basically what he is like mm-hmm. there is a satan in the marvel universe 
And this right. is super Satan. <laughs> this is the ultimate Satan. <laughs> I didn't realize uh, there's, there was a line in there that was kind of a generalizing recap from Boopstick. Something along the lines of like, so what you're saying is like, I guess we just didn't use the terminology super uh, Satan. My favorite line from it is, uh, uh, um, um, I, I forgot my own favorite line. Uh, because <laughs> my favorite line is um, line. Sorry, what? It's uh, because it's Satan magic in oh, reference, yeah, yeah. and then Gerardo did magic. this awesome like animated sequence of like <laughs> uh, Hulk falling in, or, or a panel of Hulk like falling into the one below all, and uh, <laughs> crazy epic music starts playing. It's like, all right, good job, Gerardo. Are you so good about that? Yeah, man. I'll know. My favorite sequence we in the episode. When we were doing Who Is, uh, I was blown away. Because Gerardo was like, I want to edit it. And I was like, sure, great. Uh, I need someone to edit it anyway, so that'll be fun. And then he, I remember just watching what he did and make, like, he literally made comics come to life, like, mm -hmm. <laughs> in the edit. Like, it took so much, like, the fact that he could do all that in and, and the time that he did was wild. Cody the Dark Hero says, oh, wait, no. Somebody with a bunch of numbers says, were you drunk when you had that conversation? No, that's literally, that's literally what it was. It was, it, he's super Satan. <laughs> <laughs> um it's it's kind of wild yeah uh uh so lord terminal terminal yes the the source filmmaker team does use uh existing models um because that is um sfm is a very different process than what mm -hmm. these guys uh were working with um the, again going back to the idea that like every death battle is its own thing every every episode has its own process its own style its own presentation it just doesn't line up in any way uh and and a lot of that does come from the fact that we use completely different tools for different episodes mm -hmm. whether it's 2d or 3d um even even in those like simple denominations um there are different tools being used depending on the episode depending on the matchup depending on what is best available <laughs> to make those happen um so yeah sfm is going to be an entirely different thing uh these guys can you guys just kind of wrap up this conversation uh sort of like uh for, for all the aspiring animators out there talk a little bit about what you do use and any tips or tricks or you know just general recommendations you might have uh yeah so uh 3d animation wise we do everything in maya um i'm pretty sure that you can get a student version of it for free. And there are a lot of free character models uh, on like the website. There's really cool like Zelda one um, and a bunch of cool stuff you could do. Because um, really, y you get better by just start messing around. Mm -hmm. um, another thing with animations like uh, and people who want to be animators is just always be watching stuff. Um, if there's a really cool scene that you like that you think is really cool, like uh, whenever we were doing research for uh, Broly, like we would take a, a YouTube video and then just frame through it to see exactly like how the character was moving and what they were doing. Uh, just little things like that. I always recommend drawing. Uh, I know it's not everyone's favorite thing, but uh, <laughs> just doing that and yeah. <laughs> yep, I remember it's crazy because see. <clears throat> When Torian would have his setup, it was like three monitors, uh, like in front of him, and then there was the the just the watching stuff monitor, which is the fourth <laughs> one that was up to the top left, and it was like something was always on, like mm -hmm. kung fu movies, 
uh, anime fight sequence, like just all of this stuff. And like, he's just always watching fight choreography, mm. which then mm-hmm. would make its way into his animations. Yeah. Yeah, it, would, it would inspire some new thing in him. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah. And just finding inspiration. Also, I, if you're really interested in like, uh, fight stuff watching stuff but uh like i mentioned before animating to music is oddly a lot of fun (laughs) um and it helps like with rhythm and everything um and i mentioned earlier too with uh we work in maya but also blender is a free 3d program that is getting better and better every year so i definitely recommend that if uh, people are interested in 3d animation didn't ruby used to be animated in blender it was poser. Oh, poser. That's right. That's what it was. We don't talk about different. that. There it is. <laughs> a little different. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I suppose that's probably comparable to SFM in a way. Um, the Billy, we already talked a little bit about Unreal um, and After yeah. Effects. What you guys I mean, use. I was going to say, Mel, uh, Maya is actually helpful, you know, just in general, but there is Blender. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also, like, I think, an indie license for Maya that's significantly cheaper as long as you're not ma- using it for. Um, High level commercial stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think you can even do small commercial stuff. It's not big, big, big stuff. But uh, Blender, yeah, I've been meaning to peek into that myself because I've been hearing it's it's quite quite useful now. Um, but mm-hmm. Unreal, as you're saying, Ben, Unreal is free. They give away assets every month that you can use, and as long as you're using it within Unreal, um, there's not really any point uh, monetary entry fee. Uh, it, you know, there's tons of tutorials online, and I found it it. it with my Maya background to be incredibly easy to use, um, been very powerful. I've been I've been toying around with it for last year solid and really digging it. So I you highly recommend get it. Sets that are pre lit. Yep. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, if if you are interested in trying out this sort of animation animation craziness, there are plenty of ways to to get into it. Um, Blender and Unreal are obviously very good to check out. Um, okay. Uh, but w- thank you all. Thank you guys. Uh, that was, that was awesome. Uh, I love really getting in, into the, into the deets of this kind of stuff. And we, we went on even longer than I planned. <laughs> so let's get to the community death battle. How did you choose your, uh, internet provider? Well, chances are you probably didn't have much of a choice because these things are kind of like crazy monopolies and your ISP is what you have available wherever you bought a house or wherever you moved in, wherever you're renting. And it kind of sucks. And it means that you really can't put all of your online information into the hands of someone you trust because you don't even get a pick who has all that online information. But that's where our wonderful friends ExpressVPN come in. So what is ExpressVPN? It's a simple app for your computer and smartphone that encrypts all of your network data and tunnels it through a secure VPN server so that your ISP cannot see anything you do uh and it's not just your isps like you know websites that might store cookies and like you know everybody who's tracking some stuff on you uh which if you've noticed these days people track oh like all of your data all of it so just think about how much of your life is on the internet these days and how much you're putting out and your isp is seeing and these tech giants are consuming that you could just be like hey no don't look at this i don't want it by getting express vpn uh yeah i i think vpns are a great thing especially now that we spend mainly our entire life online so if you want to you can uh stop handing over all your personal data to isps and other tech giants who mine your activity or sell the information and you can protect yourself with expressvpn so visit expressvpn.com dbc that's express 
expressvpn.com slash dbc to get three months free. Go to expressvpn.com slash dbc right now and learn some more. Which is a weird one that I'm totally on board with, but I don't know if you guys will know what this is. So the Helicarrier from, from the MCU versus the Delphinus from Skies of Arcadia. Great. Cool. I, I, uh, I played Skies of Arcadia when it came out for Dreamcast. That's the last time I've touched it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Also known as, I believe, Eternal Arcadia. Um, Skies of Arcadia is one of my favorite games of all time, frankly. So I, I absolutely love that we're doing this. I just don't know if anybody else cares. <laughs> uh, but as always, with the Community Death Battle, uh, we leave it up to you guys. Let's know uh, who or in this case, what you think should win and why. Uh, so let's go ahead and bring up the first answer. All right, this one comes from Gentleman Top Hat. It says, uh, the Delphinus has four double turreted cannons, torpedoes, and a powerful energy cannon that would destroy a helicarrier. Uh, it can take on powerful kaiju-sized monsters, and the crew members can increase its capabilities from defense to weapon power and repairing damage. Pretty solid argument there. Yeah. Yeah, brings in a little bit of gameplay mechanics with the like the crew. Um, the general idea of Skies is once you get your ship, the Delphinus, you can like go recruit crew members, um, and they increase the stats of your ship, which is just them doing their jobs, basically. <laughs> um, but let's go ahead and bring up the answer for the Helicarrier. Uh, Jason Sith says, The Helicarrier can go invisible from eyesight and radar. It carries... Quinjets, which are equipped with nuclear missiles, Jesus. Uh, one was fired by World Security Council and redirected by Iron Man to destroy, uh, sure, flagship. Even Avengers Chitauri. struggle to fight against it. Chitari. Chitari. It's the, the crazy aliens from the first Avengers. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the nuke. <laughs> Wait, was that, from, <laughs> was that from the Hellcarrier? I thought that was from... Oh, right, it was from a jet. It was from a jet that was on the Hellcarrier. Um... That's right, because they, they took off, uh, one plane was launched, and Sam Jackson shot it down with a rocket launcher, but surprised the second one was there. Um, okay. Uh, nuclear the nuke argument's it pretty strong. Uh, the, it can go completely invisible and then blast the nuke. <laughs> yeah. What's interesting is we, didn't, we don't know any speed feeds, like which, if either of the, which ship is faster. Which one is faster? Mm-hmm. Um, trying to remember because i know in skies of arcadia you can fly around the whole world uh in just like a couple of minutes <laughs> so maybe that could technically uh apply as a calc or whatever um but it, it's probably doesn't quite add up correctly uh either way the delphinus is supposed to be like the biggest strongest toughest ship in in all the skies of arcadia so um for the most part uh, so it, I, I have a feeling it would stand up to it pretty well. Um, it also has a giant fucking laser cannon. <laughs> right. Um, the open, the front of the Delphinus just opens up, and it just fires a, you know, laser cannon. <laughs> it just fires a. <laughs> oh yeah. It goes moon cannon fire, yeah. and it just destroys everything. It one shots most things. Um, and uh you fight you do fight like kaiju monsters throughout the um throughout the series and they're supposed to be like world enders like if all seven i believe there's seven uh are woken they will destroy the, the whole world um but 
the moon cannon does take a very long time to charge up. Mm. That might just be gameplay mechanics because you can't just start the fight with a bird. <laughs> a giant uh, bird, yeah. Yeah. Um, but if that is taken into account, that would give the helicarrier plenty of time to just nuke the thing. Yeah. That's interesting. Damn it. <laughs> then a wild card, as they're fighting, the outlaw star comes flying in. And then... <laughs> <laughs> just throw in as many random flying ships as we can. They're like, what, um, what, what an idea. So yeah, it's like, it's like they're like, they, they're spaceships and they fight, but they like have arms and they grapple. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I can just grab the helicarrier and throw it down. Just like, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Screw your nuke. <laughs> wow. Uh, Mel, Billy, I have no idea if you guys even know what the Delphin is. Based, based on the conversation from this week and last week, I, I think I would lean toward Delphin is just because the helicarrier goes down every other week. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I did Granted, see somebody because of on superheroes, Twitter. but let let me think. There was somebody on Twitter who posted an image of Iron Fist just punching it, and then it went down. <laughs> I mean, Iron what? Fist is like kind of super powerful, but like not nuclear missile powerful per se. Um, I'm pretty sure he punches the helicarrier, and then it just takes down the whole ship. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if that's the MCU one. Um, probably not. That's probably in the comics. Uh, but um, I know that's a thing. So screw the helicarrier. Delphinus wins. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Why not? Mel. Oh. Vote. <laughs> Which uh, one are you voting for? Based uh, on our very in-depth conversations. <laughs> you said one had a, a moon cannon? Yes. A moon cannon, yes. That one. Because that sounds cool, <laughs> but I, I have agree. no knowledge of either. <laughs> that's fine. That I think that's that's a good enough argument to me. <laughs> Delphinus <laughs> wins because it's got a moon cannon, and that sounds cool. Uh, I'm cool. I'm voting for the Delphinus as well, just because of that as well. Same. That's a sweep. It's a sweep. Delphinus clearly wins, but of course, it's up to you all. So let's go ahead and bring up the poll. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's closer than I thought it was going to be. Actually, I just figured based bit, on yeah. yeah. I mean, well, realistically, like bringing in if we were to bring in all the comics and stuff, and I know the MCU has its own like expanded comic book history and whatnot. I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff that the Helicarrier has that can take mm -hmm. down the Delphinus, no problem. Oh, um, for sure. So that's there's probably, probably like the amount of shields and defenses that thing probably has is crazy if you go yeah. through the comics. Yeah. But um and the nuclear missile is a little tough to deal with. <laughs> I mean yeah. Our, the poor blue rogue space, uh, pirates are going to be like, what is that? That's a weird little <laughs> ball. I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah. They've <laughs> <laughs> never seen anything like that before. Um, even, right. and even if they moon cannoned the helicarrier, would that set the nukes off? Because then that would be bad. Uh, I mean, <laughs> everyone dies. Well, <laughs> I don't know, actually. Uh, moon cannon is weird magic moon energy. So <laughs> whatever that does. <laughs> to nukes sure great um yeah okay cool well uh that was that community death battle delphinus wins <laughs> <laughs> all I right let's set, up, let's set up the new one no i lie uh let's set up the new one um mel do you have any ideas what would you like to see in a death battle or at least a character oh gosh i'm so bad at stuff on the spot <laughs> So I'm not I'm not entirely sure. 
This is perfect. Is, what's what's one of your As favorite much? characters? What no pressure I, or what? anything, but all the pressure. Yeah, no, like what's <laughs> okay. one of your favorite characters from like TV shows, anime, whatever? Um, I really like uh Raz from Psychonauts. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. And then we go. Yeah, now we do the Googling. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Raz great. Psycho, Psycho, Psycho Powers is in such there. a fun game. It's, mm-hmm. it's such a weird game. I know. Game. I can't wait for the second one. <laughs> uh, Ness automatically comes to my... Oh, yep. Yep. Ness is... It's what uh, pops up. Ness, um, Ness, 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 Ness across the board pretty much. Oh, yeah. That was the first thing that came to my mind as well. Um, we could do that unless somebody else has another... Billy, what do you think? I mean, that seems like a, a good matchup off the top of my head. Raz versus Ness. Let's do it. Okay, that is the next community death battle. Uh, little psychic boys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there you go. <laughs> psychic boys. Uh, have please. we, have <laughs> we hmm? never had an Earthbound character in death battle? No. We have talked about Ness versus Sands before because that's relatively hmm. popular. And I think we might have done it as a community death battle. Might have that's that crazy. Community death battle. Um, but yeah. Let's do it. Ness versus Raz. Uh, Earthbound or Mother versus Psychonauts. Um, so let's do it. That's great. That's a really interesting one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I have did no idea which direction that's going to go. Good job, Mel. Thanks. <laughs> all your idea. <laughs> totally. All of it. No help from Google. <laughs> uh, as always, you can let us know who you think should win and why using hashtag Death Battlecast on Twitter. Um, thank you all for joining us for another episode of Death Metal Cast. Mel, Billy, thank you as well. It was awesome having you on the uh, on the show. Oh, it's got uh, a grumpy face. She always does. <laughs> uh, clearly, we had a lot to talk about. We are a little over time. So let's go ahead and wrap things up as always. Uh, be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. Uh, be awesome. We'll see you next week. Take care, everybody.